0: Today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Again, the Lord is speaking to us on relationships that matter in life, especially in times of crisis, in times of testing, troubles, trials, tribulations, tragedy, joblessness, homelessness, grief, sickness, weakness, loneliness, what have you. Second Timothy 4 from verse 7, one of our texts, if we just look at that, from verse 7. From verse 7. Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. Now, before we proceed, you see there, Paul says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved is appearing. Now, looking at that, you would think that Paul fought the good fight by himself or finished the race all by himself or kept the faith by himself. No. In fact, in the later verses, you would discover that he needed good relationships around him. And he mentioned those good relationships. Verse 9 says, he said, be diligent to come to me quickly. He's talking to Timothy. Be diligent to come to me quickly. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Uh, Demas was not uh, a good testimony. He basically, you know, because of worldliness, left Paul. He was a believer, but he left. You know, not because uh, he needed to go and do something somewhere, but because he loved this present world. And there are those who will come around, uh, you know, to the, to the church, the family of God, after they get what they want, they leave. Even Lot, because he loved that present world, be, because he loved, you know, Egypt and uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, he loved, you know, the bells and the jingles of the city life, he left Abraham. He wanted to leave. And of course, God didn't mind that because he was not supposed to be there in the first place. So basically, Abraham let him go. Abraham said, what do you want to do? You want, to, if you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Which, where do you want to go? And he looked and the scripture said, he remembered or saw the place where he had visited in time past and his heart went toward it and he chose Sodom and Gomorrah. And that was where he settled. That was where he moved to. So Demers forsook the work of God, forsook Paul, because he loved this present world, and as the pastor for Thessalonica. Now the other people, Paul sent those ones to different places. Christians for Galatian, Titus for Dimitri, only Luke is with me. He said, get Mark and bring him with, with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. There was also a time that Mark, was not useful, was fearful and uh, timid. So there was a time when Mark was not useful, but now Mark is useful. So he said, bring him to me. And in verse 12, he said, I have sent to Ephesus, bring the cloth that I left with couples at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersman did me much harm. May the Lord repay him. Amen. So, we see all these different um, people who play different parts in the life of um, the apostle. But we we'll see that in verse 16, it says, At my false defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. There was a particular time in his life when no one was around. Everyone forsook him. He said, Let it not be charged against them. Very, very important that we have a pure conscience, a good conscience toward people, that we don't hold grudges against people, that we see them in the light that God wants us to see them. So basically, Paul was saying, you know, may it not be charged against them. May it be well with them. But he said, no one stood with me. I was alone. Everybody left me. No, no relationships. Nobody, nobody stood with me. Everybody left me. There are times in life when uh, it seems as if nobody is around. Even if it seems as if God is not around. What are you going to do at such times when uh, there seems to be nobody around? So it's good to have good and godly relationships. But there are situations when for whatever reason, there is no one around. Or so it seems. When there is nobody to help, what are you going to do? God is always around. God is always present when there is nobody around. In fact, there are situations when, physically speaking, there cannot be anybody around. You are the only one in that situation. Nobody, nobody could be there. Nobody can get to that place. You are by yourself. Maybe there is no phone to even call anybody. What are you going to do? the number one relationship that you have developed, your relationship with God will matter at such times. If you did not build up a relationship with him before that time, if you did not draw strength from him before that time, it would be difficult for you to even begin to call upon him at that time. In fact, God in A few places said, when I called, you did not answer. He said, when you call, I will not answer. When I called, you did not answer. When it comes to the time when you call upon me, I will not answer. You don't want it to be such like that in times of crisis. When you will call and God will say, hold on. When I called you, you didn't answer. Relationships that matter in life. Your relationship with God is number one. Is always there, it will always be there when nobody is around, it will be there. Paul says in that scripture in verse 17, But the Lord stood with me when nobody stood with me, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. When nobody stands with you, God will stand with you and strengthen you in the name of Jesus. If you look at verse 17, in the last part of it, say, Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. When God stands with you, you will be delivered out of the mouth of men who are like lions, out of the mouth of situations that want to swallow you up. Yes, there was that time in the life of Daniel because of the conspiracy against him. Yes, his colleagues conspired against him and he was caught praying. But it was all a conspiracy. It was all planned so that he would be killed. They caught him praying to God. But it was a setup and he was alone in this situation. Even the king who had compassion on him could not deliver him, could not help him. The king, his hands were tied by the laws already written in place. The king could not help him. But the king prayed for him. The king even fasted for him. The king had a sleepless night for him and just wished that he would be delivered. And they threw Daniel into the lion's den. But God was with him. In the lion's den, who who will be there with you? There will be nobody there with you. You will be alone. But God will be in the lion's den. God was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the flame of fire. He was with them because they had good relationship with him. They had a good relationship with the Lord. So when the time of trouble came, the Lord was with them. The Lord had always been with them. So my brothers and sisters, both in pleasure and in pain, develop a good relationship with God. Relationships that matter in life. Your relationship with God is number one. And your relationship with brothers and sisters that call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart is also very, very, very important. Very, very important. In fact, we cannot accomplish divine purpose without good, godly relationships in our lives. Without good, godly relationships in our lives, we cannot accomplish divine purpose. There was also a time when Joseph was alone by himself in prison. Alone by himself in prison. You know, serving a term for a crime he did not commit. But God was with him. And it was God, it was his relationship with God that delivered him. Second Corinthians chapter 1. If we look at it um, from verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort. Who comforts us in all our tribulation." that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ are in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Now, if we are afflicted, is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope for you is steadfast. Because we know that as you, are, as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will be partaker of the consolation. And brothers and sisters, my hope for you is steadfast. My hope for you is steadfast. Why? Because God is the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Your God is the father of mercies. And the God of all comfort, my hope for you is steadfast. The Lord will bring you out of whatever situation it is. The Lord will bring us out of this situation because he's a God of mercies and comfort. He will bring comfort. Comfort there means he will bring solution. God will bring victory for you.